him in a home to stay here. Stay here. Stay here. Quicken. Please stop us. To cast off. Come to quicken your sight to see it. Come to quicken your eyes to see it. Quicken your understanding to comprehend it. To raise you. To raise you. To take it. To take it. To take it. Take it. For help. For men of harm and help. Helps. Helps of heaven. So heaven to help you. To even help you. To help you for heaven. Yes. Here. Heaven's here. Heaven is here. Heaven's here. Heaven is here. To, heaven's here. Here. Heaven's here. For to help you. For to help for your own heaven. For to help for your own heaven. For to help for your own heaven. For helps. 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 A minister. 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 Spirit. Minister. To minister to you. May heaven. To minister your heavens. To minister your heavens to you. To minister. To bless you. To bless you. To bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. I bring a new covering over you. A new covering. A new covering. So, so, so fear. So, so fear. I say fear. Have likoto for great fear and reverence in this time. Fear, fear, fear. Fear and reverence. Fear and reverence. I bring a new covering. 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 Covering 
for to raise you to raise you for to raise you to be joined with your head to be joined with your head i bring a new atmosphere i bring a new heavens a new heaven a new heaven for to rain blessing for to rain blessing for to make you grow up to your head for to make you to grow up to your head i bring new heaven for even i jesus even i jesus even i jesus i am your covering I am your covering. I am the covering. I am your 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 covering. Have great reverence and fear in this time. Reverence in your heart. Reverence in your heart. In your attitude. In your heart. In your heart. Begin to see. I bring a new heavens for you to see clearer. To see again and to see clearly. To see again and to see clearly. Even it is I, Jesus, that wants you to see me. I want you to see me. I want you. I want you to see me. So see me. I've come that you may see me. I want you to come up, to grow up to me in all things, to join with me. Come join with your head. Come join with your head. I bring covering that you may grow. I bring a cloud of covering, a cloud of covering for to grow you up, for to grow you up, for to raise you up. I bring provision of bread. I bring provision of bread. I bring provision of bread for to graze you, for to feed you, for to raise you up that you may be joined with your head, to join with a me, to join with me, to join with me, to come up to me. I bring my heavens over you. I bring heavens over you. I open the floodgates. The floodgates of me is open to you. My waters is open to you. And I will swallow your, your, your turbulent waters. I've come to swallow turbulent waters. I bring my flood of water. Is open. Is open. Is open. I bring a covering. A covering. I bring a covering over you that you may come up. That you may grow up. That you may come up. It's an atmosphere of coming up. It's an atmosphere for to come up to join with me. Fatalia Paricosta Prata Velamata Prahasta Velamata Ficanta Lista Prata Labaradosta Macatania Pahasta Fanta Labaroshta Prata Ligata Fefanta Liso Preta Licata Fanta Lemanoso Prenta Lita Alla Posta Fanacosta Pretatania Falemaracosto Prenta Lita Pantilaita Falamaraosto Freta La Catonia Precatonia Prematonia Aracosta Fati Lamanti Lacanti Afrenta la Macanantu Lamantu Afrenta a crentula mantul, a crentula mantul, a crentula mantul, a crentula mantul, a criatulosto prenta levanata, prestegata, eracota, marcostifantila, recatatania pastovante la catonia, recatalita, ostevanta, osta, hosta, ilamprenta osta, a crema hostivantilas to brenta la hata, ayaco. 
bring host. There's a host. There is a host. I send my host, the host of my armies, the host of my armies into your midst. I send host. I send host to journey with you, to bring you. I send host. I send host. And I send my armies, the host of my angels, to come to come to journey and to bring you with you, to bring you with you to me, to bring you to the place of my joy, to bring you into the realms of my pleasure, to bring you to joy, to bring you to joy, to bring you to joy. Le pata for le coste. I come, I we come, we come to declare, to declare, to declare the things that should make your joy full. So you ought to come to mom to have joy. You should be having joy. You should be coming to joy. For joy should be full. Your joy should be full. Your joy should be full. Your joy should be full. So come to Johnny. We come to help you to make your joy full. To make your joy full. To make your joy full. It is the realm of joy that you are coming to. A place of pleasures forevermore. Ali Kato. So have great preparation and great fear in your heart. Come to the realm. Come to the realm of joy. Joy. Joy forevermore. Joy forevermore. Pleasures forevermore. Pleasures forevermore. We've come to declare. To declare John. To declare John. To declare joy. To declare joy. To declare John. To declare joy. 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 Come to your joy is full. There's something about um, daddy that's just in my heart. I don't know what it is. Just his name. <laughs> his name is just is just there. It's just there. I don't know what it means. Um, amen. Glory to Jesus. Yeah. Oh, we heard the interpretation, but um, just to describe what happened as tongue was going on, I was just hearing um, Kayode, Kayode. <laughs> I want this dream because that has never happened to me before. So I just hearing Kayode, 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 Kayode inside, inside my, my heart. Um, um, but the impression I have is um, there's something about um, daddy's spirit. When I say spirit, um, I don't mean a spirit man. I mean um, the spirit, I don't know if it's on him or with him, but um, his spirit, there's something about his spirit that the Lord wants to bless us with. Um, I don't know. 
Or maybe it has to do with somehow, maybe there's a way our heart needs to be more positioned about that. Um, whatever that means to you, I guess. Whatever that means to you. Um, Um, it's a, I have a, it's a sense of like a, a blessing. It's just like, you know, you know, one of the roles of fathers is to bless. That's why God raises fathers. And actually, that's why God, God gives them, God blesses them with spirit to, so they can bless his children. So, so it's clear that I know that there's something about his. Uh, I know that's why they send apostles, actually. In person, you know, Paul. Paul would have written letters, but then he will now tell them to be praying, so that they will find be able to find a way to come to them because there is something that his his presence right imparts. And I'm very sure about this because I was wondering why was the devil fighting? So I mean, for years it was very clear to me that um, the devil was fighting him being able to come. And you won't understand the kind of things the devil was, you know, trying to trying to do. But thank God the Lord gave us a breakthrough. So so I, I believe that we should this time is where our heart um should be open. Right? To you know when someone is ministering it's more than just the words they are saying, you know, is there's a way your heart can be open to their to their spirit. Uh-huh. You can be open to their spirit too. Well, when I say their spirit, you, you can check, you can see the spirit behind the, the life that is, that is, um, there's a life which he, he heralds, right? No, not just this preaching, uh-huh. but there's just something about, there's something about daddy. It's just, daddy is just daddy. And that thing that makes daddy, daddy, is it that yeah, is his, his spirit, and the Lord will give. If your your heart is open, the Lord will make you be able to see it, right, and be able to, you know, that's the to me that is the that's the blessing of being being able to receive Him in the flesh, right? It's that blessing being able to. You know, it's clear there was a difference between, let's say, Jesus, for example, those who were with Him, who were following Him. Right, physically, and some of the other ones. In fact, those people, they had a special lot. And um, even in the world to come, right? And I believe it's not just maybe some favoritism or maybe just rewarding him then because, you know, you endured this man for such a long time. But I, I believe it has to do with something that they were able to gain from him. I made them 12 unique beings. And that thing must have been so powerful. The, the last 12th one wasn't there when he was wasn't with, walking with them, but that, that spirit must have been so powerful that when he came out to join the 12, the spirit must have moved into him. He must have been able to tap into that thing. They call it the apostles' doctrine. You know, that's in the book of Acts, right? You know what, what makes the apostles' doctrine is actually doctrine. We know doctrine is spirit. That he has been teaching that. 
So you can actually call it Apostle's Spirit. After Acts chapter 2, all they were doing, breaking bread from house to house, as Acts 2 verse 42, they continued steadfastly in the Apostle's doctrine and fellowship, and in what? Breaking of bread, and in what? And in prayer. This is all they were doing after the Holy Ghost came down. So imagine the Apostle's doctrine is the Apostle's spirit. It's clear, it's because these apostles, they didn't have doctrine of their own. At this point, all they have, they were, many of them were fishermen. Some of them were completely ignorant of the law. And they, were just, they just followed Jesus three and a half years. And through that, they came into some kind of doctrine. I believe it was the doctrine that had to do with the spirit of Jesus' person. And that thing was so strong, it was enough to give birth to the church. Right, and, and it became a doctrine for preparation before Christ began to be revealed. Praise Jesus. Amen. So there's, there's something like that. Uh-huh. So the Lord will help our hearts to interpret it and to, to see glory to Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. We give you, we give you, we give you. The, the, the law is saying there's a, there's a, a, a component of, of joy which I will add to you. Amen. Right? It's a joy of, it's a joy of access. Amen. I see it as a joy of access, a joy of fellowship, a joy of fellowship, a joy of communion. Communion, you can, you, you come into a, 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 a joy heritage is like a is a is a heritage of joy. You you actually is and you inherit it. You inherit into it. They say this one you don't have to work for this one. This one is by just be present in the in the point of sharing. Is a type of an inheritance through through fellowship. It's by fellowship. It's the doctrine and fellowship. They had a, a type of fellowship. Glory to Jesus. Yeah. Uh, amen. So after Jesus left, these guys were able to share Jesus with people. Jesus, many of them got born again in Acts chapter 2. And then Jesus having left through the apostles, they, they could enter fellowship that these men had. Praise Jesus. Fellowship is portion with persons. Fellowship. Say fellowship. fellowship. Fellow. You have you find fellowship with fellows. Right? What what they have fellowship with. When you come into proximity, you come into contact. When you are blessed to come into that kind of contact. And if they open themselves to fellowship in a certain way. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm I'm seeing a vision. I'm seeing a vision. I'm not seeing I'm seeing school of the spirit. I'm not seeing lecture theater or you know or something like just talking preaching i don't i'm not seeing preaching to people i'm seeing fellowship right do you see that i'm seeing what i'm seeing i'm seeing fellow i'm seeing different atmosphere an atmosphere that it will be it will be sharing of spirit amen yeah the you know, the utterance to teach Bible and the utterance to share spirit are not the same. 
the Lord said we will make this a school of the spirit to, to give for the it's actually the spirit of Jesus uh, for some people who maybe <laughs> understand what I'm saying it's actually the spirit of Jesus but we know Jesus the way he gave spirit to his disciples he also gave it's one thing with apostles apostles have spirit they have they have doctrine they have you know it's a they have they have things that they got not by reading, not by they got personally. And sometimes Daddy will share some of his encounters. He has, Daddy has, has seen the Lamb before. Yeah, many times he has shared it. He has seen and he shared. He said that was a breakthrough moment you get for him. That it opened up a world, a realm of fellowship for him that has not closed till today. Till today, it hasn't closed till today. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and I know that I know that he can he can he can teach Bible and many but there's a way if the Lord grants mercy, he can teach from that fellowship. The Lord will just bring the utterance. He will just we just bring the utterance. This the atmosphere will just be suit fitting for that kind of a you know that kind of blessing. Let's pray. Even if he's thinking of another kind of blessing Heaven will change. <laughs> Heaven will change. We'll change it just it will set us up for, for an awesome, an awesome, 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 some awesome blessing. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. So to, to find you. Make you find, found, to find, find your to find your portion. Help you to find for portion, portion of joys, 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 joys of fellowship, joys, joy of communion, joys of fellowship, joy to bring, to bring my person, my person closer to you, to bless you with my person. I, Jesus, 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 to bless you. Bless you, I want. I desire to bless you. I desire to bless you. Desire to bless you, to give you grace. To, sorry, to give you fellowship. I want to bless you and give you fellowship. I want to give you fellowship. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Holy Press. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. I just feel that we, we don't need to interpret it. Inca, do you have? No? Okay. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Paul an apostle, Ephesians, Ephesians chapter one. <laughs> Thank you. 
Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, praise Jesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you, and peace from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, has blessed us with all what? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Hallelujah. He has, he has chosen us in him before the foundation, right? Before he, before the foundation of the world was laid. That we should be holy and without blame before, before him in love. Um, the foundation, when it says the foundation of the world, I think that this foundation that you actually find this foundation, first of all, in the mind and the heart of God. That, um, or when he says, or you can also say before he founded the world, right? Before he founded the world, before the world came out, that there was something inside God's heart. So you're saying that this, this choice I was four speaks about a choice. I also love the word choice. Choice means that it wasn't, it's not coerced. It didn't need to happen. It wasn't the thing that had to happen. It was, it was a choice. Amen. He has chosen us in him before the, world, the foundation of the world. Before, do you know that I... I, I don't know. I don't know if it's every, if it's every spirit in God that will ever make it to the earth. Do you understand? There are, I, mean, I already know there are spirits in God that couldn't come. There are some who came but couldn't stay. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, when the spirit is coming, it's through um, conception. Then after some time, when the body is formed to a point, when the body is ready, then what spirit will, will come from God into the womb, right? Well, so not many. Some of them don't ever come to term. Some of them, you know, some of them never, some of them never even get to the point where they are able to come. You get what I'm saying? They are... Um, and that one, I don't even know anything about that. How does God generate spirit? 
Has it generated? You understand what I mean? Uh, I believe it, I believe every one of us were all created. That Genesis chapter one. Every and we don't know how many spirits did God create. Right? In Genesis, imagine how many years since that time till now they are still coming. <laughs> right? You, spirits are still coming into the world from God. God is still sending spirits and is not finished. They are not finishing. Right? And, and every one of those spirits that and, and particularly those who are able to come to this, the consciousness of this blessing. What the, what the apostle is saying here is that it's by choice. What a thing, right? <laughs> Imagine that God was counting, God was counting and they counted you and said, I will choose this one and to send this one. That's why you shouldn't take your life or don't feel you should just come here and live anyhow and go. Right? You know, um, scientists, they, because what they can see is like, they only look at the semen, sorry, the sperm, they see plenty of semen swimming, and they see, this is a great war that for you to be alive, you, you overcome many other ones, right? Is it millions or billions? I don't know how many. Amen. But those guys are swimming. Those are just for your body. You get. It's just the, the semen that won the war, the, the, the race, to fertilize the egg that made you. That, that's just for your body. Well, you know, science, we don't have, uh, we don't have knowledge of where the spirit came from. And by... I know somehow they want the reason why they say those things is almost to make us to convince us that you were, it was almost like a chance that you out of many millions, in other words, out of many millions, one of them could have been you. And so of those things very subtle was science you knows that tries to undermine spiritual reality in, in subtle ways. Uh-huh. But the truth is that you are not really your body. Your body is just your house. Right. But when it comes to who you really are, it was not a chance. It wasn't a race. Do you understand? It was not a race. It's choice. Right. Before the foundation of the world, God was choosing spirits. Choosing people intentionally. Like he said to Jeremiah, he said, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, what I knew you. So it means he was somewhere before that formation, that fertilization, and it began to grow, and before he became a fetus and all that. He was somewhere, and in the place where he was, he was known by God. Right, and then before I formed thee I, I, in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. That was sanctified means I actually separated you for something, 
and I ordained thee a prophet unto what? Unto the nations. Do you see that? So this is actually the way God is. God is very, very intentional about people. That's why it's not nice for someone to misuse their time on the earth. Praise God. It's not good for you to do what? Misuse. Every moment you have on earth, don't even... One thing that should help you is that don't think about it as my time. You know that my time, my time, my life, my... No, none of those things belong to you. They belong to God. And God has a purpose for what you should do with every breath you take. When you are breathing, God has a purpose. He has a plan, right, for everything. Glory to Jesus. And so he's saying that as, as according as he has chosen elsewhere in him before the foundation. So it means that it means that they didn't make God didn't make the world. That's what you can see. He made heaven and earth. Then he now began to later he then thought, okay, let me make man. It seemed like God was thinking of what to do. Then he stumbled on the thought of man. No. This is telling us that man was actually the thing in his heart. That's why he actually came. Right? It's because of a choice that he has made. Praise Jesus. Because of that, then he founded the world. Do you see that? that the foundation of the world means all of creation which he made. Praise Jesus. That we should be. And the choice which was in the heart of God before the foundation of the world is simple. That we should be holy and without blame. And before what? Before him in love. We should be holy and without what? Blame. Before what? Before him in love. Why? Because he has predestined us unto the adoption of children. Right? By Christ Jesus to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. So everything here is explaining Romans, Romans chapter 8, right? You see two things. You see foreknowledge, which is where that choice is, verse 4. And then predestination in verse 5. Right? Romans 8 said that those who he foreknew, that he then predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So that's that confirmation to the son, image of the son, is the reason for the adoption of children but to Jesus, by Jesus Christ to himself, and he says it, that is according to the good pleasure of his will and to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he had made us what? He has made us accepted in the what? Beloved. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Amen. So all of this, all of this is, um, is according, right? It says according, verse 4. Well, before verse 4, it says, verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with what? All spiritual blessing. So these Spiritual blessing, he said that they are blessings in heavenly places in Christ. They are blessings where in heavenly places where in Christ. All spiritual word 
blessings. They are in heavenly places. Glory to Jesus in Christ. So that will tell you that. They are tying God. Now they are speaking here. The God they are speaking of here is clearly the eternal God. Right? They, are, they are talking about God actually in, in his state before he founded the world, which is a state where he made the choice concerning you. There's, there was so much that happened about you before the world was founded. That's why it's a, it's a shame if a person lives only with the context and the view of this world. That if you live just and just focus your gaze on this world, you will betray the purpose for which God, you know, when God conceived of you as a thought, you will betray that purpose. You need to have an, a sort of an eternal view, right? It's an eternal view, almost like an eternal perspective. Thank God for the Bible. The Bible gives us that. You know, this is the bringing in of a perspective by which you journey. Praise God. Hallelujah. So uh, they, are, they are telling, they are speaking here about the, um, the kind of the, the activities of blessing. In verse 3, it says, blessed be God first. Who had then blessed us? So it's clear that the blessing which he blessed us with is tied to the blessing not that he has, that he is. This is a, is a point Paul was making. He, he's just trying to tell you um, because the epistles are they are letters of blessing, all of them. They actually let, when they say grace and peace be unto you, it's actually talking about blessing that should come to you. Those are grace and peace are apostolic blessing, like they are New Testament blessing, right? And so Paul here is, is trying to just make you trace the origin of where this blessing is coming from. That it's actually coming from the the blessedness of of God himself. That God is, the blessing which God has for man is from his own blessing. The blessing of his person. The blessing of his what? Of his nature. Are you seeing that? Um, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings where in, where in heavenly places where in Christ. Heavenly places in where? In Christ. So it's clear that, that in Christ there are heavenly places. Based on what we saw yesterday, there's a way you can you can say um, that the blessing is in heaven. Right? I won't I, I won't argue, but as long as if you are saying the blessing is in heaven, right? It's okay, I will still agree. As long as you don't live out in Christ. And if you, if you say if it's in heavenly places, if you want to reduce it to this heaven, I won't fight you. I'll say you, you are still correct. As long as you add in Christ. But if you 
now then I add in Christ, then you will now have to agree with me also that Christ wasn't always in heaven. That if we remove Christ, move, move Christ from heaven, means that you have removed this blessing from heaven. Do you get what I'm saying? So, so there's no way from this you can tie this blessing just to heaven. Are you seeing that? You can't just tie the blessing to heaven. Or if you want to now interpret it the other way, which I will agree with you more, which that it's, just, it's not really talking about this heaven per se directly, that it's just talking about the heavenly places that are in Christ. That one, that one ministers to me more. And actually, the first time I read this verse, the first time I read this verse, I hadn't heard anything about word of righteousness, about anything like this, anything about in Christ thing, you know, that kind of uh, concept of Christ being an image that the soul can come into. I never understood that. All I knew was just Jesus. But I recall, I recall reading this verse for the first time. And when I read the way it is rendered, something inside my spirit told me there's something particular. This is talking about things in, inside Christ. In other words, I, I, what I, 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 it didn't occur to me as maybe in heaven, Christ is there. It occurred to me that are they saying there are heavens inside Christ? That was how it registered to me. But I didn't, I didn't understand it. I just left it. I said, wow, Bible, you know. And I moved on. <laughs> I moved on. So now, many, many years later, it's very clear. Now I have an understanding, right, that, wow, this is talking about heavens where, heavens that are in where, that are in Christ. Praise Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. So, so this, um, this, what it calls here, spiritual blessing, um, um, in Christ, I think I mentioned that was it, it wasn't you guys. I was talking to some guys on was this Sunday or so. When we were just saying something about how Paul, the apostles, how they write. Um, sometimes when they are writing about Christ, Paul especially, if he's writing about Christ, he will say things and maybe mentioning Christ, but it doesn't mean that those things, that what he's saying is the end. I think I said it here. I said it here, right? It doesn't mean that what he's saying ends there. But for the purpose, for whatever purpose, they will just speak about the portion that he's talking about. But you have to be wise not to summarize everything. That's why you have to bring the Bible together to see different dimensions to it. So what that means is that the fact that he said heavenly places in Christ doesn't mean there aren't more heavenly places beyond Christ or in God. Right, and the example I gave you is, for example, when he said the end of the commandment is charity. He didn't, wasn't explaining what there's the first commandment, whose end is charity. There's another one who has another, his own end. But it just, when you read it, you just feel like all the commandment has ended in no, it's not true. It's just that it, the conversation for that time is speaking about Christ. Do you see that? So it's clear that if there are heavenly places in Christ, 
then there are heavenly also heavenly places in God. Yes. There are also what? Heavenly what? Places in what? There are heavenly places in God. Hallelujah. And so you see the, the origins, the origin of heaven. Say heaven. heaven. Say heaven. Aha. Uh-huh. Say heaven. 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 What a word, eh? Heaven. Thank you, Father. Glory to Jesus. It sounds like a place you should go, right? <laughs> That's how it sounds to me. It sounds it sounds good. It sounds Sounds heavenly. Amen. <laughs> the Lord will birth a desire for heaven in you. A longing for heaven. And it will not be just heaven as you have known it. There will be a, a reformatting of your, of your concept of heaven. They begin to push you. And that's one thing they want to begin to do. Uh, you know, for a long time we've, we've been learning, we've learned heaven's study has been has taught us heaven. That's one of his great labor, which the Lord used him to do, to teach us this present heaven, to teach us the present heaven. Glory to Jesus. He did that for a long time, and now he has begin to, began to teach us about another heaven, which is beyond just the heaven of the present. Glory to God, which is also, which is the actual heaven to come. There is the word heaven to what? The heaven. To, we call it, it is to come, but it is already coming. It's already coming. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. But you see that heaven, the way, the way we know this heaven, we, I know to know this heaven is not ordinary. Right, people have been wanting to go there since, but they, they haven't known it. The way we know this heaven, there's also going to be knowledge, right, of the what, of heaven that is to come. Do you understand that? It's, it's actually part of the New Testament um, learning school, New Testament course, part of it. Is the is the learning yearning yearning for the learning for not just the learning the picking the conversation I think that's the way Peter put it in in Second Peter chapter three let's read that Praise Jesus. Second Peter chapter three, verse, verse ten. Amen. It says about the day. Um, amen. I just want to read let's read just a little bit more. Um, you know, he was speaking about the scoffers and all of that. The Attitude of scoffers, um, those who will say, um, verse 4, saying, where is the promise of his coming? This is in the last days. 
people will begin to have this sound in this way. That for since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God, the word, the heavens were of old, and the earth still standing out of the water, and in the water, whereby the world that was then was being overflowed with what? Water perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, not, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day, for the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, Lord, not willing that any should perish, but that all should, Lord, come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. And seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, that's this current heaven, the current earth, praise God. What manner of persons ought ye to be, you see that, in all holy conversation and godliness. So in your, in your, your holy conversation and in godliness, Right, there is an attitude which you ought to have. It's an attitude of looking for. Do you see that? And hasting. So looking for and then what? Hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we according to his promise, look forward new heavens, and then what? New earth, wherein what? Dwelleth what? Are you seeing that? Now, wherefore, beloved, seeing ye look for such things, be diligent that ye might be found where? In him, of him, in peace, without spot, and then what? Blameless. According to the long suffering of our Lord is what? Salvation. Glory to God. So you're seeing this, what you look for, right, has to do with your diligence. This diligence is exactly what Paul was speaking about in Ephesians. He, he called it that you should be holy without blame. Then before him, in love. Here he calls it that be found in him in peace, right, without what? Spot and then what? Blameless. Right? Glory to Jesus. Now, you see that this has to do with a conversation about righteousness. Anytime they, they speak about walls, walls are designed according to patterns or or according to standard of righteousness. Walls are designed according to standard, pattern, standards of what? Of righteousness. 
righteousness. So the present has a, a kind of a concept of righteousness, which uh -huh, it's that if you stay in the present world and you try to you build or you live according to this present world, you will be limited by the type of righteousness that this world can give. Do you see that? Uh -huh. This world can, can, um, right, can give a, yield a kind of righteousness. It can be better. His soul can use the righteousness of this world right, and come into it in a, a sense, in a measure. Uh, but the thing is, every righteousness of this world will pass away with the world. Every righteousness of this world with the world will pass away with the world. To, for the, 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 one of the things that we ought to fight for hmm, while you're on the earth is to come into a righteousness that will remain. Do you understand what I just said? That you need to use your life, use everything that you can to fight for what? A righteousness that will remain. And it's, you can see it clearly, it's the same standard. What the, the Bible says concerning the earth, that's what it says concerning your soul. Right, they will try this one with fire. They, when, as they are trying the, they will, when they try the earth with, its, with fire and it's passing away, then they will go and look for guys who has the, this, the righteousness of this earth. And they will say that it's time for judging. So they will, they will now take all men and begin to burn their, bring fire to begin to burn their, when I say they burn their soul, I'm talking about fire of judgment. What is fire of judgment? Jo fire that will consume everything that is not up to standard. Are you getting what I'm saying? That fire will run through every soul. Nobody can hide from it. Nobody can escape from it. It's going to pass through every soul. And when it gets into the heart, what is it? The fire moves and it has a kind of sensor. It's, it's beginning to search every corner of the heart, every house in the heart, every nook, every cranny. What's he looking for? He's looking for works. Right? Works. What, are, what is righteousness? It just means the summation of works. Right? The same way the world was designed. See, they are the works of his hand. What is, what is in the world? Works that are in the world. Right? Both the world and the works therein will be what? Tried with fire. So you can see that the design of every world is to deliver his righteousness to souls. Do you understand me? The, the design of every world, every world is to do what? 
is to deliver the world. Every world is to is a deliverer of righteousness. If you if you relate with the world, you can take its righteousness. You get what I mean? Praise God. So one, what, the, what is the meaning of when you say world? World just simply means heaven and earth, right? In this, right? Heaven and earth. World means heaven and earth. I don't mean world in the sense of what Satan and the world. You get? Um, that's not what I mean. That one has its own sense. But I'm talking about world in term in terms of a a kind of a creature. Right? World in terms of creature, a creature um, is that is um, for for the for the inhabition to be inhab- inhabited by spirits. Right? A creature that to be what? Inhabited by by spirits. What makes a world, now Satan has his own world, but really what we call the world of Satan is not really fully world, really. It's not fully world. It is actually just taking the world, right, then uninstalling its software and installing another software. So you get that? But in a way you can call it the world because it's the program, it's the intelligence, right? It's, you, it's the word intelligence, you take a, a region. But it's clear that Satan couldn't access the entire world, right? And when he went to heaven, immediately he, he, he invented his, his technology in heaven. Immediately heaven rejected him, right? Because they can't give, if, it's possible that God would have had a thought. Like, is there a way to give him space? Because God is like that. <laughs> you don't think that thought would have occurred to God. You don't know God. You would think that God sending, sending him away is just, ah, hey, well, sin has come. Before this sin, we'll now spoil everything. Let's cut out the cancer. You know, that kind of fearful kind of thing. If that's God's way, God would, have, God would have crushed him on that day. God would have just... It would have ended. They would have, you won't hear anything about him anymore. And it won't even be like a war or anything. It won't be, it won't be like Revelation where one might in the angel. No, no. It will just be disappearance. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, he was and is no more. <laughs> no stress. But it's possible that God would have checked. Is there a way to even give him a chance? Let him, let's, you know, just to prove, let his life expire in heaven. God is that way. The way God is watching all of us, even the most evil guys on the earth, God is not fighting, he's not making them disappear. He's just waiting for them. That whatever you're doing, if it's bad, it will expire, to expire you. You see that? But the reason why God did not let him stay in heaven is because of heaven is a firm realm. Is a, is a firmament you get. Is that it's just that heaven is needed. We can't remove. If you leave him there, then you have turned heaven into something else. It will become. It will not be heaven. It it will now become maybe a kind of earth. Right. 
I'm not even sure if it will be earth because it will be, <laughs> yeah. It will be, yeah, it will be something else. But it won't be a heaven. Heaven must, must keep integrity. That's what makes it a heaven, like we were talking about yesterday. That is called the firmament. The firmament means it's a realm of firmness. It's a realm of firm standard. It's a, heaven is a zero compromise region according to righteousness. So heaven is a place that holds the perfect copy of the righteousness that a world has. That's the heaven and the earth. That's the difference between heaven and the earth. The earth is like a laboratory. All things can happen in the earth. Earth can be changing. It can be morphing. You can look at the earth today, how it looks a certain way. You can measure the standard of righteousness on the earth. You can leave the earth, come back some million of years and check again. It will have changed. It's more, are you getting Because of earth has a sea. And it's clear, check the, even the geology, geology of the earth. The, the sea on the earth is the floater of the earth. Actually, the, 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 the land is actually is founded upon the seas. So when you look at land, you feel like land doesn't move, it's a lie. <laughs> Those who have really studied the earth history, they tell you that this is not how the continents look some time ago, that the plates have shifted, things are happening because it's not firm. But you know, since heaven was created, heaven has never shifted. One guy wanted to shift him, he shifted out of heaven. <laughs> heaven shifted him. <laughs> Say thank God for heaven. Thank God for heaven. Another word for heaven. Heaven is a reference point. When God, heaven needs something. Like you are, you are in a class. You have your notebook. Your notebook you can write on the pages. You can make mistakes. Clean it. You can do all kind of things. You can even get angry. Tear the paper out. And you know, sometimes when, I, when you're solving mathematics, hey, you just... You're not, you're not getting the answer, you just get angry. You want to erase the, the history that you ever made such a mistake from the face of the earth. You just tear it out and put it in the garbage. You can do all kinds of things. You can clean, you can, you can discolor, you can do everything. It's like a page. You can, amen. It's, in other words, the, the earth is editable. You can edit the earth. You can reformat it. You can change it. You can do all manner of things. But heaven is different. Heaven is a textbook. Right, heaven, heaven is a textbook. Earth is a word notebook. Right? Yeah. Heaven is what a textbook. So can you change your textbook? No matter how much you hate the. <laughs> we ever studied a textbook with anger before? You just feel like these five pages should be removed from this book. Maybe because of the difficulty of learning it, eh? Yes, have you ever solved a problem in a textbook before? It's sweet, so you know, it's one page. It's as if the writer just drank a bitter or something and changed the, the mode. Praise God. You want to, and that's how it is. In heaven, when you are reading heaven, you, in, this first heaven is sweet. Then when you now enter the second heaven, you now begin to see fire. Okay, you feel like removing that page from the, what you call that. There's nothing you can do. 
Praise God. It's a, it's a textbook. It's a firmament. So he called the firmament heaven. That was, that was the insight of what heaven is. Uh, creation, they taught us. Are you, do you understand what I'm saying? That's why, and a word of advice, align more with heaven than earth. Just a simple word of advice, you understand? Align more with heaven than what? Trust the textbook more than your notes or your friend's notes. Do you understand what I mean? Now imagine you were practicing for an exam, you got notes from your friend and you don't have any textbook. You'll be reading it, but there's something inside your mind. <laughs> you have to go with faith that all that, all that thou read must. <laughs> that your friend wasn't sleepwalking or seeing a vision when he was copying the, the book. <laughs> Amen. That's why you can't, you can't read the earth for life. It's actually God didn't design it that way. God didn't design men to read the earth to know how to live, to know what life should be. That's what heaven is for. Are you seeing that? So heaven is what? A textbook. Heaven is a textbook. It's, it's, in, it's in print. Right? What, what are the prints of heaven? They are creatures. Right, the handwritings of heaven are actually beings. They are beings. They are in, the word angel means message. They are, so angels are message which God wrote into heaven. And he didn't write it with handwriting, it's by printing. That you, no matter how angry you are with heaven, you can't change it. You can't change faith, hope, charity into niceness, nicer, and nicest. <laughs> you understand what I mean? You can't edit their, that, that world. Their handwritings. You can't make a seraphim come bring a fan instead to blow you instead of burning. You can't change its nature. You cannot change the heat, the temperature of the second heaven. How hot is it? And Satan would I want to tamper with it. Would I want to teach these seraphims how to change their, their, their burning. You, you you imagine you want to edit a textbook. It's too late. You can't. Even if you edit the copy you bought, <laughs> there's something called circulation. It has gone. You, you can't get all the copies back. It's gone. It's called, it's called publishing. Right? Yes. Publishing. Everything, all the, under, the writings in heaven are settled forever. I say forever, oh God. Thy word is what? It means thy word is published in heaven. It's just that they are trying to, can we publish the word on the earth too? Are you getting what I'm saying? So heaven is a realm of, is a realm of settlement. So heaven, blessing of heaven is in a, in a certain way, is, is heaven has blessing that is settled, right? It's, it's settled blessing. So that's why heaven can bless. 
right? That's what makes heaven a teacher. It's not, it's not figuring, they're not figuring things out there. They, the world has settled in heaven. And it didn't take time to settle right from the one. That's what made the heaven different from the earth, right? Created the heaven. It was so since day one. It's just the earth that was without form. They have to now begin to, you know, to shape the earth. Glory to God. This is just some recap from yesterday in case anybody didn't join. Uh, we were looking at these things yesterday. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So you can see that um, both the, the highest and the best works of a world, you find them in its heaven. Right? Every world, right, the, the, the best works, the peak of righteousness of every world is found in where? In its heaven. When I, I say world, means heaven and earth. That's why you, can, you will see, when they say new heaven, new earth, you can summarize it as the world to come. Right? The new heaven and new earth, in summary, is the word, the world. It didn't say worlds to come. So it means a heaven with its earth. That's what makes up a world, right? So it's a world to come. That's why also, when he's speaking about this new place, you see all, they do the same thing here. Um, amen. Is it here or... Did they use the word world here in Second Peter? The world. Uh-huh. Verse 6. It says, whereby the world that then was. Right, you see, for this willing they are ignorant of that by the word of God the heavens were of old. Right, and the earth standing out of water with water. So you see, verse 5 is speaking about the entire world. Right, first the heaven, and then the earth. But we saw yesterday that earth is, is earth, and then has the dry land. The Bible says he called the dry land earth, and the water he calls the seas. So earth is both seas, glory to Jesus. And say, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with what? With water perished. With water, perish it. This water, we don't know. Was it daddy or someone was saying? Was it daddy or so? so I was listening to someone, I think, was saying that this water wasn't just a rain, flooding. It was actually, we don't know how massive. I believe this water might have reached into the firmament. You understand what I mean? For God to. For God, it's possible. It's not that maybe we haven't gone to, we haven't gone there too much. It's possible if you go there, you might see the sign of flooding. That a flood was here. And I suspect that because for you to wipe out guys from the earth, you can't, you won't remove the guys and leave their stars in the same constellation. When I say their stars, you know, stars are. Uh, imprints about things on the earth. There's something about the stars that collide, that has to do with the seasons of men and the times of men. It's clear that when that flood came, God was changing the plan. 
<laughs> right? It was changing what the, the plan. It meant that God wanted to, he wanted to, it's for the preservation of the righteous potential of the earth. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So we don't know this, we don't really know too much about this flood and how, how big or how high it was. Glory to God. Amen. Yeah, but um, when it comes to righteousness or a world or what you call, yeah, when you have a world, uh, what, what makes a world is its righteousness. So that will now explain to you the uniqueness of Jesus. Right, in Hebrews chapter 1, that was what Hebrews chapter 1 was actually the saying about Jesus. They were just they were just showing about him that this man has is higher. Higher. Being made so much better than the angels. Praise God. Let's just start with verse 1. Um, amen. It says that God was hundred times. Are you being blessed today? Yes, sir. Amen. I feel like I'm going very slow. I'm trying my best. Um... Amen. So God who had sundry times in diverse manners, speaking time past unto the fathers by the prophet, had in this last day spoken unto us by his son, whom he had appointed what the heir of all things. So you see, this son was was appointed heir. The word heir means inheritor, right, of all things. The son who is who is appointed the inheritor. Of all things. Now, do you know that this son, God is actually very interesting. This son, who is appointed heir of all things, do you know that God also chose him before the foundation of the world? Because the Bible says the lamb was slain. From, so it means that everything about God has already finished a lot, everything. God, God also saw. The, that he was, one day he will also send his son to the earth. And they wrote, that's when they wrote the volume of the book, which Jesus read spiritually. All right. Aha. Uh-huh. God has prepared it. It's a body as thou prepared for me. Amen. So, he, so this appointment is also a kind of predestination. So whom he has appointed the heir of all things, then is so by whom also? This is very, very key. So it is through, it is by appointment of inheritance that God actually was taking things for making of worlds. So worlds are made according to inheritance portions. These worlds include the first world and the world to come. Like the world that now is and that which is what to come. Both of these worlds were what were made by the what? By this person, this is son, 
do you see that? According to, it's according to the code of inheritances in the son. Then he said, we'll make two worlds. First world will have the pattern of the things. Or, do you see that? The, the, the pattern of what? The things, the pattern of the things. Right, the, then there is the actual eventual world which will contain the very inheritance itself. Both made by the Son. Right? Both made by the Son or by the, by the Word. Glory to Jesus. <coughs> So he's, he had appointed him there, what in verse 3, right? Who being the brightness of his glory, then you see the express image of his person, then upholded all things by the word, by the word of his power. Do you, are you seeing that? So you are seeing that son, the reason why you can make two walls from the son is because he adds the component in the son as the capacity of Two, two component of, of inheritance configuration. So the son has inheritance as, it, as, as learning. When I say learning, I mean as, as what? Learning, schooling, knowledge, or as illumination. He also has an inheritance in an express form. Are you getting me? He has inheritance as what? Or you can call it bride. When somebody learns too much, they are bright, a bright guy. But somebody can be a bright guy, but throw into him into that realm where he has brightness of and he gets lost. Because brightness is not enough. You need brightness, then you need image. If you have brightness, you don't have image. <laughs> you are, let me not just go on to get the image. <laughs> right? Just get the image. Amen. But him, the son, is a bright. Now, this son, you see, has a brightness. He can, he's, um, he's, what do you say? He's the brightness. His, his brightness that can be stored. He's not just brightness, he can store himself. When you, get, when you, read, you look at a tree, a tree has its own portion of bright, brightness. It has a tree, how are you able to show God? You know that, reading the Bible, using trees, learning about the vine, you're learning God. Learning about olive, you're learning God. Learning about fig, you're learning God. All of the, who put that knowledge in them? It is, that thing with which they were made. But you, the tree can never have the image of God. No matter how long you study the fig, or you study the vine, or you study all, any of those things, you can't study them and have the image. But it can make you bright in, if the spirit right, of that world, of their creation, Right, is present. It can give you, like the Bible is using them to teach us about God. 
using everything the Bible is using to teach, is this world. Right? Even when the Bible is talking about the world to come, they will use things of this world that we know. Like tree. Like river. Right? All the precious stones. Are you getting me? Those are, those are, so it's clear that when you see a precious stone, a brightness created it in the present. But the precious stone is not the real image of anything, but it can speak concerning it. But there is, whatever that precious stone is telling you about has its reality in the realm, in the, I can call it the express world of God. Are you saying that? And God is so wonderful. Do you know that God is so smart? How do I know he's so smart? It's very simple. You see that when he created this first one, that's why, that's why when Satan sinned, he wasn't afraid. He wasn't afraid. When everything that was happening, sin, Satan sinned, all of those things, he wasn't moved by them. Because he doesn't, Satan, maybe, maybe he didn't know that this world is what? So maybe he felt that he's spoiling everything. And even right now, the Bible says he's going about like a roaring lion. Right? But now, I'm sure it has then realized. Ah. So it means that all I was was and the handwriting in a textbook. You <laughs> get if he knew that as the Holy One, maybe he would have maintained his lot. If I, can, if I can by chance shine the light that I was meant to shine, maybe I will have a chance to be a, maybe I will just be, I can't be a textbook maybe of schooling in the world to come. Perhaps I, I might be a tale, a storybook, a bedtime story. Do you understand what I mean? A what? Or something like that in the, in the exact world. Are you getting me? So it's very clear that the way you see angels, the way they, they are ownership of this realm, it will not be like that in the world to come. The Bible speaks that we will judge angels. When you say you judge angels, it means that your, they will be under your... To judge means to read. Right? But it's not every reading that is judgment. So it's judgment is a type of reading where he who is reading is higher than what is being read. He's not studying it. It's like you are. You can even find fault if there is because you are higher. So it means that angels will be a book that entities of the world to come can read. And they will understand them. They will kind of understand angels. You get what I mean? They, are, they, will be, they will be, because they also have their, they tell their story. They have their song. They have their things. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are all kinds of, there can be some kind of relevance about them, right, in that world. But it will be different from this world. Are you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Glory to Jesus. So, um, brightness, of course, you, 
there is, there is the brightness of the image, but brightness can, be, can come before image. And brightness can be in many forms, actually. Right? We think of, think of brightness as a spiritual thing. Right? Let's say I want to teach you about a car. I can store the brightness of a car in words. Then I can change the format. I want to store it in images. I'll just begin to draw. It's still br- the brightness of the same thing. I'll just begin to draw, to draw things about it. Now, after I'm like drawing it, it's not enough. I now say, let me take it further and store particular portions of the brightness in formulas. Are you getting me? So when it comes to all the purpose of that is to transfer the brightness is actually a thing that should illuminate the mind. And there are different modes. Like if you go to a school, they use different modes to transfer brightness. Right? Illustrative ways. You can watch a video. You can, you know, all kinds of ways to transfer that what? That brightness. Brightness means to shine the knowledge. The delivery of knowledge. That's which that which gives the knowledge. That's what, the, that's what is the brightness. Do you agree? Yes. The all manner of brightness. In, the, in this world, like I spoke about, the trees, the elements so that, are, that are brightness, you can, they, are, they have an imprint from the world that made them. Portions of brightness. But like I said before, the, the manual really, right, is the, is a heaven. This current heaven. Is, also, is actually a type of a manual. That when it comes to this present, right? This present heaven is a manual of righteousness in a sense. Amen. Are you understanding me? Please, are you guys following me? I'm so sorry. What I'm saying is not nonsense, I promise you. I promise you that what I'm saying is not... Amen. Praise God. Now, when you come into this world, like I said, there are different ways of storing brightness. Right? But in the world, in this, in this part of the world, this, sorry, this present physical world that we are in, um, of the most illuminating entity of brightness that we have in this present world that shines, will shine the most accurately in terms of knowledge given is the Bible. Right. Is the what? The Bible is is a super manual. The Bible can interpret the heaven, interpret the earth, Interpret the, the earth of the world to come. Interpret the heaven of the world to come. Right? That's what makes this book, right, a what? This book is a super book. Yeah. This book is a super book. And the beauty of the Bible is that heaven fought. They did everything to make it complete. They were carrying it for a long time. Then... The final aspect of it, 
that made it potent for all knowledge that man need to have is the addition of the New Testament. Do you understand that? Is the addition of what? Is the addition of the new, the addition of the new, the New Testament. The New Testament. Without the New Testament, you will never know anything about the world to come. It doesn't mean that you can't, the knowledge is not in the old, but how deep it is. They, it is is deep at the back somewhere, under layers of interpretation. Even in the prophet, in the law, somewhere there, but it's not easy to, you can't get it. They had to do over the space of a century, right from around, from when, maybe when Jesus' guy started to write, to when John wrote the final gospel, his own gospel. Over that space, of century, God had to do a special work. The Holy Spirit himself had to do a special work to fetch into the depth of the law and the prophet from the back to draw out knowledge that pertains mainly. It's called the New Testament. The, the New Testament is the testament of the new heaven and the new earth. Or is actually the testament of the new world. Do you know that? Is a testament of what? Is it is actually the testament? Everything about the New Testament. It doesn't. It's not. It's not flat. It's not, you, as I read it, it, nothing here in this New Testament is talking about being connected to the earth. You can't even. It's even hard. Even a place that's that's guaranteeing you earthly. Not there's nothing. is merciless concerning this. It's as if the New Testament, in the eyes of the New Testament, this word has already ended. The, the way they talk, all the disciples, all of them, how they sound, they sound like guys who have gone already. Right? Paul or John or James or Peter or all of them. They have what? Exit, man. Exit has occurred. So imagine, imagine somebody <laughs> who's not interested in where they have gone to. Now, now trying to apply. New Testament. They, they can't apply. You'll just be reading Habakkuk chapter this and all that. My enemies, my this one, my that one. And, and you find all the scripture that pertains to your enemies. You understand what I mean? This New Testament doesn't conform with the present world. It doesn't conform with the, with the present life at all. It has strange principles. Like marrying only one wife. What kind of thing is that? You understand? Check the history of humanity, different cultures, even different religions. <laughs> it's because the power of doing that is not of this present. Do you see that? All manner of things. If you they slap you on this side, turn the other side. It's not. It's not. It's an Moses said it's an eye for an eye, man. It's not even just Moses. It's the law of the universe. It's just a. It's not. It's not even. I mean, it's not. Right. Go and meet a psychologist and tell them if someone slapped me, what should I do? 
You it's against, there's no school of thought on the earth that will tell you to turn the other cheek. Right? No, there's no school of thought. They will tell you you are incentivizing, um, you know, abuse, you have to fight back in some way. They might, see, if you don't slap back physically, because slapping back physically is small. They can tell you, go and find a way to lock him up for 20 years or something. That's the, which is worse, that's, worse than slapping. <laughs> so that's more like if someone slaps you, break their leg or something. That's, <laughs> that's the law of the current world. When Jesus began to speak, what, he wasn't talking about, he said, my kingdom is not of this world. No, no, I'm, not, I'm not talking about things here. I'm not talking about this world at all, at all, at all. It's another world. Speaking was bringing laws, principles from another. That's why if you're a Christian, be very quick and know what you're doing, what you are, what being a Christian is all about. It's not about this place at all. He said, wherein dwelleth righteousness. That new heaven. Are you seeing new heaven? And the new earth. Wherein what? The, so it means the righteousness of a Christian is not of this world. And that's why a lot of times, if you are trying to live in that way, it won't be working here. They have to use some kind, they have to bring some powers to sustain you. Are you getting what I'm saying? When they say, for example, Matthew chapter 6, take note, uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And it's what? That which kingdom? That kingdom which Jesus said is not of this world. Right? That's what they are saying you should seek. And it's, then seek its righteousness. And then but they, now, they are now warning you that if you are doing that to <laughs> you need some power to be adding things to you. Otherwise, because this world of its own accord, you won't be yielding from the world because you are trying to use principles of another world, yes. right? Imagine when you're supposed to be saving money, something is telling you, give it. You're, do you get what I'm trying to say? And it happens, don't say, it's not irresponsible, it can happen, you understand what I mean? Um, yeah, it's irresponsible with the, with the standard of this present world, but when you are living with another law, it's different. Don't open to Old Testament and say, we'll go to the ant and study his ways in the summer, they gather and all that. Don't, 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 you know those kind of things. Don't say we must keep the whole book, it's a lie. They, they came to Jesus and said, Moses said we should divorce. He said, God actually hates divorce. I'm so sorry, I, I, I so want to agree with you, but I can't agree with you on this one. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So if you are, if you, if you are trying to now to use principles of this world to live, am I saying you won't save money? <laughs> no, no, it's not. But if you are, if you are, if you are, if you are saving money, you should be able to save money, but not save money. Do you understand what I mean by that? Because in this world, when you are saving money, it's money you are saving. No. 
You should only save money if somehow you are saving your soul by saving money. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yeah. Because if it's then, so it must, it must never, not be a matter of saving money. It has to be more of a matter of stewardship. It's a different thing entirely from saving money. It's not even the same kind of thing. Do you get what I'm saying? That's a, it's, it's completely different. Right? What you use bank account for is not what a worldly guy uses bank account for. It's, you just use bank account to keep things that God gave to you to keep, to be a steward of them. How an unbeliever accounts money is not how, you know that thing? It's not, it's not how. <laughs> It's not, praise God, it's not the same, it's not the same thing. It's clear Jesus was not, anyhow, he had purse, he had, tre- he had a treasurer, who was the thief, but he had a treasurer. You see, I see the law is different, eh? It means in the world to come, they give money to thieves. That's who they give. <laughs> it's another law entirely. It's because when your money is with a sick, you know, in this world, don't give, you give money to a bank that has guns and, you know, security, everything, and nothing can touch it. But what to come is the thief you give it to. Do you know why you give it to a thief? So that every day you wake up, you just feel that it's not there anymore. <laughs> and it's clear that Jesus wasn't banking on him, right? Time to pay tax, free that man. He never called them Judas one day, said, Judas, how much? Although they told him how much it was in the post at some point. But Jesus didn't even think about that. This is, is another law of, of, of operation. It's called adding. All these things will be added to. It's by a power that is greater. Right? That power, the power that adds to you, you don't know what, what kind of power it is. Is a power that can do exceeding abundantly above all you can ever ask or think. So when they're adding things to you, if they left it to you to ask, you'll be calculating your next month's rent, your dishonor. You know, many things you should calculate, you won't even know about them. But when it's when they are their own administration of adding, they, they calculate things. They can do a mathematics to plot the graph of how your soul will be responding when those things come to you. They check all manner of things with that, with that eternal mindset. So some things they will bring you, some things they will delay. Some things, that's how the life of a Christian is. So you must learn how to abase. You must learn how to what? Abound, to abase, how to abound. You must be able to do all things through Christ that does what? Strengthens you. Praise Jesus. Glory to God. 
Amen. Amen. <laughs> so I was saying that the scripture is what the is the soundest knowledge when it comes to composition of brightness in this world. It's very, very real, very, very physical, very, very, you can you see I'm touching it, right? And they made it to be so, right? They, they, they brought all the things and they made it very physical to you. You can put it under your pillow, you can sleep at night, you can carry it in your purse, you can read it very, very, you know, very, very physical. Amen. But it's, a, it's according to some kind of coding, right? The, the Bible, like I've said before, you can't read the Bible the way you read a book, right? And let me just be honest with you. When I say, every time I say Bible, I mean King James Version. Yeah. In what I'm saying right now, I'm ex- God has made us journey so far that we can exclude all the other ones, all of them. In a, you can exclude them in a sense. It doesn't mean they don't have brightness. Remember I explained to you, you can store brightness in different ways. So if you want to read Message Bible, read Amplified, any of that, that's fine. There's also brightness there, but you have to know something. You have to understand. Let me tell you the difference between all the other translations and King James Version. Amen. Amen. <laughs> What's Newton's first law of motion? A body shall continue in what? State of rest or, or uniform motion, except it's acted upon by external force. Now I can take that, I'll write it out, Newton's law of motion. And I say, okay, I don't like this translation. I said, I want to translate it. Something where they somewhere go still stay where in day, right? Or I they move unless something else come, 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 come. Now, have I changed, have I changed the translation? Now, if, if everybody can have their own translation. You can have many translations, different language, different, even the same language, different way to, many words. So if I interchange words, it doesn't make a difference. It's just general idea, but nobody can, that, that definition, you can't use that really in a practical sense to develop a machine in physics. If you just try and use it different, you, different it, doesn't have, it doesn't have the exact formation. Are you getting what I'm saying? But if I want to really give you the accurate brightness of what that thing, that law, I'll just tell you simple. F equal to M times A. That one, you can't remove one thing from it. Remove one thing from it. What's that? You can say all the grammar you want, it's not the same thing. So, so when, but it's, same, it's not letters, it's letters too. Right in the definition, there are also letters in there. You can remove one word, you can still understand the gist. But there's difference between description and formula. The King James Bible is not describing 
things. It's a book of formulas. Do you understand the difference? Formula is not open to your interpretation. No. Try it. And when you, right? Like when you, <laughs> maybe you are in physics now, and let's say they're giving you a formula for, um, let's say, gravity or something. Right, then maybe take the big M and replace it with small M. <laughs> you are writing it, it totally different. You get what I'm saying? So you see, Daddy will be teaching. He will just he will take one word, King James word. I get what I'm saying? And then, but you feel like, no, no, but this other translation, you don't understand. You are bringing translation. We are, we are, someone is reading formula. You are, look, you are talking about translation. Or <laughs> Yes, and I'm bold to say that we are not just ignorant, but this, this is not an ordinary work of the Spirit. Yes, sir. What the, the King James Version is, is a, is a compilation, compilation of formulas to brightness. Even the way the, the, the books are written, the language that is used. God did so much to arrive, for, them to, for the earth to arrive at that point and raise such, that king for such a time as that. And raise the interpreters for such a time. A lot of our the Holy Ghost did a lot of things for this book to come. And the proof of it is in what it's able to do. Do you understand? It's the same way a proof of formula is use the formula in the laboratory and it will give you the right result. If you want to prove a formula, it's not by argument. Some people think it's by argument that let's trace the history of. Right, it's not a matter of whether uh, Newton was he um, was he sane when he. It doesn't matter his state of mind when he wrote F equal to M A. So let's check historically. Um, what was Newton's family background? Was he a heretic? Was he a terrorist? Whether Newton was a terrorist or a devil, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change the fact whether F is equal to M A or not. So that's how you prove the law is check. Is, in the works. How do you prove King James? Check what King James is doing. Can any other Bible do it? Is there any other Bible that can you will read and, and see clearly this difference between everlasting life and eternal life? Or you will, that you can clearly follow that can, that can show you the, the life of Christ, the, the transition from faith to hope to charity, those things are formulas in the Bible. But they are real. How do I know? There was a point where I had faith. There's a point where I had hope. And when that transition was happening, you get, you get what I'm saying? In fact, it, it, it was, it's even recently we are now beginning to see sometimes when the light will break, ah, oh, this is what that phase meant. <laughs> but it's been there in the scripture. It means that you've been growing after a pattern, but now the scripture, you're now seeing in the scripture that, wow, the scripture actually correctly builds that pattern of your development and of your growth. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Our generation, one thing Satan wants to steal from our generation is 
the power of experience. Do you know that? Is it, is, and the internet and all these things is trying to cheat us from, from that thing. Sorry, I can't, I can't go too much far of time. You know the power of experience? What I mean by that? To a lot of our parents, Jesus was not a concept. Or Jesus was not, wasn't a memory verse. Some of them in the time, some of them were born into... You understand? If I tell my own mom, my own grandfather's story, you know, born in a village where nobody even knew about Jesus at that time, it was white missionaries who came. What they worship was a god, a snake god. Right, a snake god. And. His family was one of the core custodians of that idol. You get what I mean? So it's not a story. When you say idols, all those things, it's not from... He never read Bible when he knew about idol. It was a real thing. If we tell the, when my mom tells the story of the, the things that happened in that village, all kind of diabolical, all manner of things, you understand what I mean? So it's not... Devil existence is not by... Uh, right? You understand? And then his encounter with Jesus. He has never read, he didn't read the Bible one day, he wasn't even literate when he encountered Jesus by experience. He met missionaries. Immediately they spoke to him and he mentioned the name of Jesus because the Lord has been dealing with him. He knew somebody who has been following him. Sometimes he was a hunter, he goes into the forest to hunt by himself. He has all kinds of strange experiences. Times where he should have died, something miraculous will happen. You know, there's somebody, he felt there's somebody who has been following me around. Who is that person? He knew very clearly something. One time, I think he, my mom told me the story, he fired a gun or something, he was about to kill a prey. He didn't know there, was a, there were elephants, like, you know, a group of elephants just around. As soon as he shot the gun, I think he scared them. So they just began to charge towards him. Before he knew it, he just lost his consciousness. When he woke up, he woke up and he saw that the animals, they fell all the trees around him. But nothing happened to him. He got up. All kinds of strange things. He knew there was something, something. And he sensed somebody was after him. Then white missionaries came to the village. And they just began to preach about one Jesus. The moment they mentioned Jesus. He knew that's the person. <laughs> he knew that's the person. As he gave his life to Christ. One man against the whole village of idol worshippers. <laughs> it wasn't by reading and quoting scripture. I'm not downplaying scripture. I'm just trying to give you a point. You understand what I mean? Just comparing that, those generations with our own generation. Right? This generation is the generation where someone would just read one verse of the Bible and be insulting preachers on the internet and counseling this one, downplaying this one. Oh, I don't believe this. I don't agree. You, don't <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> you feel you can prove everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. You know, now, because we are in a season of knowledge, um, we feel that the, the validity of everything is 
based on cerebral understanding. You know, before the church came to this season of knowledge where things, Bible is opening, there were dark times when people didn't understand Bible at all. How you know somebody is a man of God is raw power. It's very, it wasn't hard to tell. Like the church I grew up in, eh? you don't need to tell, tell you this one is a pastor. When you see pastor, you know pastor. You understand? <laughs> it was that the Ezekiel's church. That the Ezekiel, that's our spiritual grandparent, the you know, blessed memory, the parent of Reverend Coyote's spiritual father. I grew up in his church, Christian Pentecostal Mission. Of course, at that time, I didn't know that I ever met Reverend. <laughs> but that was the church I grew up in, yeah. That was my church. Amen. So, and it, that, the church, it wasn't like, I mean, of course, the basis of scripture is there. We taught on the school. We learned a lot, learned about God. But when I'm talking about raw, I grew up knowing, when you say somebody's a pastor, it's not by anything. You, you get what I'm trying to say? It's not a matter of proof. You get a guy is anointed, he's anointed. I mean, you know what anointing is when you see it. You get in that, and, and the Lord did that for that season. That that's the way he came, because it wasn't a season of understanding. So there's a, it was a season of milk, right? And season of filling and fullness of the Holy Ghost. It was a season of Holy Ghost stature. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Uh, so there was a lot of things there that are very experiential. But today, God, God help our own generation. Yeah. Yeah. But the Lord will keep us from that kind of foolishness. So it becomes the, the, the kind of miraculous has changed. We don't know when the miraculous is happening before our very eyes. Do you get what I'm saying? Because in former season, when someone says I'm an apostle, or when God sent an apostle, the way they manifest is outward, physical, all kinds of things were happening. That one is, you can easily see, but when God now begins to send apostles of, of what? Of image. Apostles of knowledge, of revelation. May God save us. Yeah. That we are not able to discern those who come in the name of the Lord. And how they come. And the season of coming. There is no, no day that daddy has ever sat down and opened the Bible that I never saw a miracle. Constantly. But even ministers, I said that we were anointed, that I knew back then, they didn't, even, they didn't used to do miracles every day. But miracles were happening from time, but it wasn't every day like that. But daddy would sit down and miracles were happening in front of your eyes. <laughs> do you understand what I'm trying to say? We, are, we have to understand our own generation. And nobody will come and identify your own prophet for you. Every, every, everybody else, my own parents is their own. They, they, my mom is even trying, she's even following this message. <laughs> Means God has helped her. 
You get what I'm saying? But we, it is our generation. It's our generation. This advent of the Lord coming by understanding, by knowledge, by spirit, and by doctrine is, is for us. It's for us. So we have to be calibrated to be able to know what your grandfather called a miracle is not what you call a miracle. Know the miracle that God is doing in your own time and in your own day. And learn to, learn to appreciate and say, blessed is he that cometh. He that cometh. In the comment, comment. In the name of the Lord. Come on, come on. For miracle, a miracle. I'm bringing them, I'm bringing a miracle to you. Miracle. Walk miracles among you. Walk miracles among them. Minister unto you the spirit. And walk miracles. Miracles. Days of miracles. Days of miracles. Great miracles. 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 Miracle. The, the miraculous. The miraculous. The days of the miraculous. Times of the miraculous. Seasons of the miraculous. Of the miraculous. Days of heaven. Heaven on earth. Even true partnership with heaven. True partnership with heaven as partnering, as alignment of cause. You see, you begin to see even more of the miraculous. That which is spiritually miraculous. Miraculous in the spirit. Through partnership with heaven. As you even grow and mature, learn to join forces with the forces of heaven. Heaven will begin to invade you. Begin to invade you as you join forces. So learn to join forces. Gain the, the skill. Gain the education. Gain the knowledge. Gain the ability. Gain the grace. The school of the spirit to join forces with heaven. To join forces with heaven. To receive the ministry of heaven. And even they who are sent. Even they who are sent. Or even they who are sent, who I bring, I will walk a miracle among you. Even more miracles. For here you will see yet more miracles. More of the spiritually miraculous. Even, even, even in your midst. In your midst. In your midst. In your midst. And even your heart. For here, Manaha Zuven, our school. For the school of the spirit. School of the spirit will be a school of the miraculous. Of that which is spiritually miraculous. Even Jesus walking miracles among you, even among you, even among you, even among you, even among you. So take up your, your ability to see, to see by faith, even to hear by faith, to hear by faith. For he who minister the Spirit unto you and walketh miracles among you, he will not do it by the works of the law, but even by hearing of faith, for to tune into the frequency of the miraculous. Tune into the frequency of this, that which is spiritually miraculous. That with the miracle of understanding, the miracle of comprehension, the miracle of transformation, the miracle of change. Even change, even change, even change. For yeah, we shall all be changed. We shall all be changed. We shall all, as that which is spiritual is coming, which is descending is coming, which is coming, which is coming, that which is coming, that which is coming, that which is coming, that which is coming. There's a change coming. 
a change coming. There's a great change coming. For you shall all be changed. You shall be changed. Even from glory to glory. From glory to glory. From glory to glory. From glory to glory. Even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Father, we thank you. Just begin to bless the Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you tonight. Oh, Stephanos. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Alamayans, Ravanayan, Kayarasia, Lavanalamaturias, O Rimatias, Amayano, Amayenie, Emarie. O Ranae, O Reae, O Novara Sayan, Maranasandro, Masana Dea, Megaranea. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he that comes. Blessed is he that comes. He who comes from Zion. Who comes from Zion. A Lord from Zion. Lord from Zion, who will bless the people, who will bless his people, he who will bless his people. We bless you. We bless you, O oh Lord. We bless you, O oh Father. Father, Father in heaven, Father in heaven, Jesus, our everlasting Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you in advance. We bless your name. Bless you. Thank you for your appearances for your coming your comings your blessing your blessing for here heaven is full heaven is heavy heavy with blessing for you open open the heaven open the heaven and cause to calm down a good blessing a great blessing more than we can even contain more than we can contain you will send for you will make bright clouds in the heaven Send forth both the former and even the latter rain, even upon the head. Thank you, our Father. We give you glory. We bless your holy name. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You guys didn't thank God the way I like. Well, it's okay. We can go home. Can we into key into this? When I say thank, this is where blessing comes. When you thank, I was just blessed just now. Just lifting my voice to him. Something just enters how you connect with heaven. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you for tonight. We bless your name. We ask you to take us, strengthen us, and bring us, Lord, tomorrow with more strength of the Spirit. Lord, to continue to pray to bring our coals, to burn our incense. Father, we ask that you guide our prayers, Lord, from now to next week. That we'll pray right. We won't miss anything. And all that you put your will in our heart, your desire in our heart, impregnate our soul with that which you want to do and which you want to accomplish in this season. Thank you, our Father and our God. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.